Well, like you said, you have to go with the Green Bay Packers. You got to go with the Los Angeles Rams. You got to go with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You got to go with the New Orleans Saints if Jameis Winston can get his act together. And you have to go down to the Bermuda Triangle to play a game there. Very, very difficult place to play. There's a lot of things. It's not going to be a cakewalk for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers like everybody's thinking. Because anything can happen. If the Green Bay Packers get them again at their home in the playoffs in that cold weather, who knows what's going to happen to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They kind of escaped last year when they played them in the playoffs. So there's a lot of things that can happen. A lot of things can go wrong for Tampa. Um, there's a, quite a few contenders. Nobody's even talking about the Seattle Seahawks. Who knows what's going to happen with the Seattle Seahawks this year? So there's a, there's a lot of contenders in the NFC also. That's two-time Super Bowl champion and NFL pundit for the BBC, Osi Omenyora. He and Jason Bell join me on this program. A very special look ahead to the 2021 NFL season. Welcome aboard. The train's already departed the station. We had Thursday night football. And what an exciting finish that was to the Dallas Cowboys at Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Bucks going 1-0 to kick off their Super Bowl defense. We discuss extra games, their AFC and NFC contenders. I'm Anthony Wilson, and this is the Transatlantic Sports Show. Oh, can you smell that? Yep. That's football right there. The NFL season is back. We're going to be looking ahead to the campaign with a couple of guys you know rather well. O.C. Omenyora and Jason Bell, faces of NFL UK and NFL on the BBC. They're here to share their thoughts on the 2021 season and offer their picks for contenders in the AFC and NFC. It's going to be a season like no other. We've got an extra week in the regular season for starters. So let's get the show on the road, and well, we'll start there with that extra game. Earlier in the week, I was joined by Jason and O.C. They spoke to a collection of us from the NFL UK media circles, and I asked them if they think that the 17th game, or this 17-game season, will impact the players at all through the campaign. I don't think, uh, I know there's a lot of hoopla about that, but I don't think it's going to have a lot of impact on the players physically. I think it's going to make a lot of impact on a lot of people's wallets. People (laughs) are going to be very happy about that. I mean, there's going to be some extra money here and, um, you know, the league is going to expand and people get to enjoy football uh, for an extra game. But I don't think from a a physicality standpoint, if you think about the NFL, if you think about the practices, if you think about the games, it's already a physical sport. I don't think one extra game is going to impact players the way a lot of people are, are, are talking. New seasons, of course, bring new faces, and we've got five rookie quarterbacks, all within a shot of winning the Offensive Rookie of the Year award. The number one overall pick from Jacksonville was, of course, Trevor Lawrence of Clemson. But do the guys think that he and rookie head coach Urban Meyer, college legend, will produce results straight away? Well, I'm not going to say straight away. It's going to be a learning curve. He came from college to college system. Didn't even coach the last um, couple of years, I think. But he has been successful everywhere he's gone. I don't think this is going to be any different in the NFL. I just think it might take um, a little bit of time. Young quarterback, young players all across that football team. Uh, you don't expect them to go out there and be barnstormers immediately, but they will be a good football team at some point. Yeah, you got to be patient with them, this kid, especially the first four games. It's just a whole new team, a uh, whole new way. He's a pro now. It's, it's it's all different. So I think he'll be great in the future, but I expect him to get better kind of midway through the season. You'll start to see a shift. So that's Trevor Lawrence. But what about Justin Fields and Trey Lance? Well, they better not put Justin Fields out there right now behind that offensive line. I think things would be 
uh, quite ugly for him. Um, I think maybe he might want to sit behind Andy Dalton for a little bit, um, and then Trey Lance. Uh, from what I'm hearing um, from Shanahan, he might be he might play both of these quarterbacks at the same time. I mean, there's a, a system in place where uh, one might start one week depending on the opponent, um, and then the other goes the other week. So I think it's not going to be that long before we see Trey Lance. I would assume it's going to be quite a bit longer before we see Justin Fields. Fan base in Chicago wants Justin out there like tomorrow. So there's going to be some pressure on there. You know, they 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 really don't have any commitment to Andy Dalton, the fan base, that is. So it, it'll be interesting. But O.C.'s right. I mean, uh, they need to figure out how that offensive line is going to play. But he can make plays with his feet. So that might be the reason he gets on the field. The league's vaccination policy around players being double jabbed against coronavirus is caused a stir throughout the offseason. The NFL has obviously made it clear that they want players vaccinated. So what would O.C. and Jason be saying to an unvaccinated teammate now and then to an unvaccinated teammate in, let's say, October, November, when the game's been forfeited and they're not getting paid? Well, I'm not saying anything to him, to be completely fair. I think whatever somebody decides to put in his body, um, you you can't force them to do that. I mean, they might have their reasons for not doing that. I've seen some people uh, not want to get vaccinated on religious reasons. And how, how are you going to say, oh, if this is my religion, that you should absolutely have to do that? I mean, I, for one, I'm vaccinated. Jason's vaccinated. But I'm not going to force anybody or come down hard on anybody who doesn't get vaccinated because I can understand why they wouldn't do that. I think the one, the beautiful thing about the locker room and, and, and the exposure we had to that is that players have these conversations with each other. They can go to each other and talk to each other and, and be real with each other. And, and that's what good teammates do. So I just expect those conversations have already happened and will continue to happen. And um, players try their best to understand each other and get on and get on the same level as far as, you know, understanding they have different opinions and, and things of that nature. If somebody says, God says I shouldn't take this vaccine, like, what do you, like, how do you really argue with that, right? Like, how are you arguing against um, somebody's religion? So you, you almost have to take everything in stride and, and just hope for the best. Another off-season controversy centered around Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. For a while, it looked like the marriage was over. Rodgers returned for training camp, however, and made his frustrations known very publicly in front of the cameras on day one. It was a press conference that was definitely front page material. And it certainly looks like Rodgers is going to be on his way next year. So do Jason and Osi think the situation will impact the players at all on the field and in the locker room? For some reason, Aaron Rodgers finds a way to motivate himself. So I think that's exactly what will happen. Once again, he made a very good point of saying he loves his teammates. He loves his coaches. He loves everybody he's on the field with. His problem was with the front office. That happens all the time in football. We as players, we, we don't even, when we get on the field, we're not worried about that. So I expect Aaron Rodgers to go out there and be exactly who he is, a playmaker, a star, and he's got something to prove again, and that's when he's at his best. So I think he's actually got this team to kind of rally behind him and just like Bill Belichick, even when they were winning, he always claimed they were the underdog. He had them thinking like that. So Aaron Rodgers now, everybody needs an opponent. And whoever that is, they get behind and they attack that opponent. And it might be the front office. But Aaron Rodgers is figuring a way to get his whole team behind him. So I expect him to play well. I think it's safe to say that the Packers are going to be contenders once again in the NFC. But who else in the conference do they think can challenge the Bucks? Los Angeles Rams. 
<laughs> That's my choice, the Rams. Uh, and, and, and it's because of with the addition of Matthew Stafford, everything you've been hearing is McVay, OC's friend, has not been able to really run the offense he's wanted to. Last year, he could only run the plays he felt comfortable Josh, I mean, uh, Jared Goff could run. So now he can open up that full offense so we can see what the, what the whiz kid has. And we know about this defense. And Raheem Morris coming over, everybody knows he is a great football coach he's a great mind they're not going to change much and he's someone who could really relate to the players so I expect that defense not to drop off at all maybe even play better well like you said you have to go with the Green Bay Packers you got to go with the Los Angeles Rams you got to go with Tampa Bay Buccaneers you got to go with the New Orleans Saints if Jameis Winston can get his act together and you have to go down to the Bermuda Triangle to play a game there very very difficult place to play there's a lot of things it's not going to be a cakewalk for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers like everybody's thinking because anything can happen if the Green Bay Packers get them again at their home in the playoffs in that cold weather who knows what's going to happen to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers they kind of escaped last year when they played them in the playoffs so there's a lot of things that can happen a lot of things can go wrong for Tampa um there's a quite a few contenders nobody's even talking about the Seattle Seahawks who knows what's going to happen with the Seattle Seahawks this year so there's a, there's a lot of contenders in the NFC also What's amazing is every team he just discussed has a franchise quarterback. You know, they got they got somebody who can win the game in the last two, three minutes. And, and that's really the key. Well, there we have it. The Bucks, Rams, Packers, Seahawks are their contenders in the NFC. But who are the guys got on the other side in the AFC? Mm, AFC contenders, that's pretty good. I think you have to look at the Buffalo Bills, look at that quarterback, you look at that defensive line, very, very good football players. Their receiving core, running back, offensive line, very sneakily good offensive line. So you look at the Buffalo Bills over there and you look for Josh Allen to take that next step into being the MVP this year. And then also we had already discussed with the Kansas City Chiefs. So those would be my AFC contenders. Yeah, I'm, I'm with OC 100% on that. Uh, my sneaky team is is the Cleveland Browns. I mean, they're just so balanced. I mean, that team is really built for success. When you have your strength on defense and your D-line, uh, Miles Garrett could be the defensive MVP. And then your running backs with Chubb and Hunt. I mean, those guys are the engine with the dominant offensive line. Uh, they can play keep away and they can really make it hard for the other two teams at the top of the AFC. And there you go. The mighty O.C. Umanura and Jason Bell have got their favorites for the 2021 NFL season. Who are yours? Tap us up on social media at T-A-S-S underscore U-K. It's here. The next four months, a third of our year will be consumed with football. Actually, more than four months because of this extra week. We're going into the middle of February by the time the Super Bowl comes around on February 13th in L.A., and we've got two games. Yes, that's right. Two NFL games returning to London for us to enjoy. And you think about how lucky we are in back-to-back weeks. You're going to see the top two quarterbacks picked from this year's NFL draft. Kyle Pitts, Tua Tungavailoa, the whole Miami Dolphins project. So we're going to be able to witness a whole host of young talent, but also veteran stars such as Matt Ryan over a glorious fortnight in the middle of October, less than a calendar month away. We're going to be there, the Transatlantic Sports Show. Follow me on social media. I'm Anthony Walton at A-R-Walton, W-O-O-T-T-O-N, because I'll be well across the news conferences from those games. I get access to the tunnel. I'll be speaking to fans, 
coaches, players, you name it. We've got it all covered here for you on the Transatlantic Sports Show. So be sure you hit that subscribe button. Also, give us a liking if you can. Five stars would be great. And because, of course, by subscribing, you're not going to miss any of the fine content that's coming your way next week. For example, not only will we have your week two fantasy preview with our top fantasy analyst, Andrew Jordan, but on Tuesday, I'm going to be speaking to a member of the 53-man roster of the Carolina Panthers, tight end Colin Thompson. That's right, Colin Thompson, active NFL tight end on this very show. We'll be talking about their game against the Jets and discussing all kinds of stuff regarding the Carolina Panthers and being a player in the NFL. So you don't want to miss that interview. That's coming up your way. So if you hit subscribe to the Transatlantic Sports Show, you won't miss a beat. I mentioned fantasy football and tips. Make sure you check out my lines at Premier Sports Plays. If you look at the access that I've got to the best data insights in the world. Some of the top broadcasters use this data insights that are available to me. So I marry that with my understanding and knowledge and covering of the game and you know, we win. We we had a winning line on Thursday evening and if you want to check out my lines for this Sunday, including the San Francisco 49ers and the game between the Rams and the Bears, then head over to Premier Sports Plays. You can get more information on my Twitter feed at AR Wharton. Subscription for September is free. Details at PremierSportsPlays.com or yeah, like I said, follow my social media feed at AR Wharton. So that's about it for now. Remember, My interview with tight end Colin Thompson of the Carolina Panthers is coming up this week. I'll be speaking to him on Tuesday. It may land with your podcast provider on Wednesday. Transatlantic Sports Show. We're the ones you want to hit subscribe to. You go do that now. I'm going to go check out the analytics and we'll get some more betting lines up at premiersportplays.com. Remember, until next time, the pleasure is all mine. (laughs) 